welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler, you have reached Grace to the Shadow Grace in the Shadows, and this is season one, episode 15. And you say that we're going to be talking about suffering. Suffering. Today. Encouraging topic. Suffering. Yeah. Okay. It actually is very encouraging though. I guess suffering can be encouraging. It can be, not when you're always going through it, but maybe right. a lot of times when you've reached the other side, you I, realize how suffering grew you. Well, I think, especially if you're a Christian. Yes. Um, suffering, uh, God can use suffering. We, we have some, yes. I'd say, false teachings out there that teach the health, wealth, and prosperity gospel, which I would say is a false, false teachings, for sure, to say the least. Uh, that uh, they're missing it. And so they say if you're suffering, you're you not. You lack faith. You lack faith. You don't have a good relationship. I don't know with God. what they did with Job. I don't know what they did with a lot of the people. In, How about the whole Bible? Right. A lot of people in the Bible suffered, including Jesus. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. So suffering. How can it help us as a Christian? How can it encourage us and others? Okay. Well, the Bible does not shy away from this. It it, it mentions it. Uh, it recognizes suffering in multifaceted ways: mm -hmm. uh, spiritual, mental health, emotional, physiological. Second uh, Corinthians chapter four, verses eight through nine, we see Paul. He writes, "We are afflicted in every way. We're not crushed, not perplexed." Perplexed, but not driven to despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. And so, you know, I think as the Christian, as we go through this, uh, God is using it to make a, just like he would with, you know, how do, how's a diamond made? Do you know how diamonds made, Marla? Well, I know it kind of starts as a rock. No. It doesn't? Marla, it starts as coal. Oh, it's a mineral. That's kind of a coal. That is true. It doesn't start as a rock. I guess I was. What was I thinking about? Yeah, it's kind of a rockish. Well, it is rockish. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, anyway we'll go ahead. You Explain. You won't forget me. Uh, we may have some biologists out there. They're going <laughs> to correct we can us. Talk about that later. Yeah, okay. maybe. Well, after all the pressure and trauma and uh, the pain and of fire, yeah, mm -hmm. and it becomes a beautiful diamond. diamond. Yes. Yeah, girl's best friend. Well, some girls. And so God is like. Through suffering, one of the ways that God uses suffering is to make us more like his son. Mm -hmm. To, you know, I think when we're suffering, don't, wouldn't you think we seek more God? I, well, we definitely do. Um, I, I know that there have been times in my life when I have uh, suffered and I have just cried out to God, definitely. You know, one day I think that as we get into heaven to see the lord mm -hmm. we're going to look back and some of the things we think were a thorn in the flesh mm -hmm. that were a pain and a curse the lord's going to say you know what jonathan marla whoever you can put your name there you know that thorn that you were given that pain um it's really what brought you to me yes it's really what got you to seek my face Absolutely. And I think a lot of times when we go through suffering, a lot of times God will put somebody in our path going through that same thing. And we've been to the other side and we can encourage them as well. 
Oh, right. Mm -hmm. For sure. I mean, Scripture's very clear that, you know, uh, matter of fact, it's 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 4. God comforts us in all our affliction so that we may be able to comfort those who are in affliction Absolutely. with the comfort which we ourselves were comforted by God. Yes. So, you know, studying, getting a, a degree uh, is very good. Mm -hmm. But uh, going through getting the degree of hard knocks, mm -hmm. having gone there, done that, right. because you've experienced it, goes a thousand miles. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to look at Paul here. Paul, Paul had a thorn in the flesh. And sometimes God will allow us to suffer with that thorn in the flesh so that we will be seeking more of him. And it keeps us humble. It does. It keeps us humble. And also, you know, we never know what people are watching us and, and seeing how we are handling situations. Well, let me read that for you. Let me read that. And lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations and the thorn in the flesh that was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might be depart from me. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient to you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities than the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in my infirmities. I take pleasure in my suffering, mm -hmm. in reproaches, in persecutions, in distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, I am strong. Wow. That says a lot. I mean, that, that shows... I think suffering sometimes will keep us humble and it will keep us from thinking more of ourselves. And I think mm -hmm. Paul was saying that, don't you? I, I, I'm 100% positive of that. Yeah. Um, but I think suffering also allows us to, as the church, to come together and minister to people and, other, and believers. True. That's why I think church families, they, they really need, we need to be a church family. Right. A living organism built on the on the uh, chief cornerstone. And unfortunately, we don't see a lot of that in today's world. We need to be more like that as a church, as people, as Christians. Truly bearing one another's burdens to fulfill the law of Christ. Yeah, like we talked on a couple of broadcasts uh, ago, we talked about how we have isolated ourselves from each other. I don't think we see as many people, especially in the in the church, reaching out to the hurting. I think the church is succeeding in a lot of things that don't matter. Uh, I agree. I think the church, let me repeat, that was pretty good. That yeah. was pretty deep. Yeah. yeah. I think the church is succeeding in things that really don't matter. I, we need to get back back to the Bible, back to our roots, back to... Back to the Bible, to back be. to keeping Jesus in the center, yes. and, and reaching to community mm -hmm. with, with the Word of God. And instead of being internal, we need to be external and reaching out and taking our suffering and allowing it to help other people. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so, you know, I think through this, we're able to minister better. We're able to uh, not only sympathize with others, but em empathize and sympathize to others uh, and, and look to heaven. Because suffering is preparing us for that blessed hope in the sky through Christ Jesus. 
So how do we handle suffering? Say we're going through it, going through a suffering time. I know we've got people that are listening to us now that are going through suffering. What does that person need to do? I think seeking God's face. Yes. And it's not that easy all the time. I get it. No. Um, but I think we're suffering in a battle. Mm-hmm. And the battle is, uh, the book of Job is quite clear. It's given us an opportunity to either curse God or praise God in the midst of it. Right. And what a way to be a testimony to those around us uh, to suffer with God's power, God's peace, God's love. So instead of dwelling and wallowing in the suffering, which is very easy to do. Very easy. Definitely not telling, you know, saying, you know, putting you down if that's a position that you're in right now, but taking that suffering and holding it up to God and say, Hey, I can't do this anymore. God help me in the suffering. Yeah. That's what we've got to do. What did Job say? Though he slay me, I will worship him. And Job had a lot of suffering. Just a little bit. Yeah. I mean, his children died. His homes were destroyed. His animals I mean, basically, all he had left was his wife, and she wasn't very. <laughs> what did she say? Curse God and die. Curse God and die. Yeah. So uh, he definitely went through some suffering. I don't think I could have done it that way. No, I don't think I could have either. I cannot imagine. Um, it's not easy. No, it's not easy. And, and sometimes, you know, we do get to that point in our suffering where we do get so depressed and just want to shut everything out, and God included, and. We've got to remember that he's really the only one holding us up, so we don't need to shut him out. And what did Paul say in Romans 8? He said, I reckon, I guess he was from the South. <laughs> I reckon, <laughs> I, I reckon the sufferings of this life is not worthy compared to what's coming. Absolutely. Christ Jesus. Yes. So one day, those of us that have Jesus in our hearts as our personal Lord and Savior, which I hope every listener has made that choice, uh, we won't have to suffer any longer. And we'll be in heaven with him. Unfortunately, those that reject Christ. Yes. That's a different story. That is a different story. What's that that you like to say that God takes our mess? God can take our mess and turn it into a message. So our suffering often feels like a mess. It is. Yeah. You know, I remember uh, painting as a kid. Mm -hmm. And uh, my mom would give me paint. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, I just threw it everywhere. Right? Well, she got mad. I bet she did. <laughs> I was messy. But I think sometimes I had fun, though. And Absolutely. I think God has fun doing that sometimes. <laughs> and uh, but What he, are they going to do with this? <laughs> he has a way of taking it a mess and turning it into a message for his glory. Right. For our good. So if you're in a position where you're suffering today, turn to God. Turn to him. Help him, let him help you in your suffering. And then when you come to the other side, make that a testimony and help someone else that's going through suffering as well. Amen. All right. Well, thanks for listening to us today. And remember, God can take your mess and turn it into a message for his glory, for your good. Have a good one. Bye-bye.